Welcome to the Law of Worlds podcast. My name is Connor and I'm here with Brian. This is a collaboration project where we build a world together. Each episode focusing on a different topic of that world. Welcome to episode 12 or of the Law of Worlds uh, podcast. Wow, uh, I'm losing it a bit there. Um, <laughs> uh, so this episode, uh, we want to kind of touch briefly on, you know, things that we were kind of getting towards anyway. Uh, we were going to do stuff like magic items and fancy elements. We, we, we were probably going to go more into uh, just the elements of the settled world i guess we can call it maybe like year zero we could call it uh basically the veterans or the previous water clan arriving back on the mainland of Tor after the volcano erupted and they had to flee back on the ice all the way back to essentially their their quote-unquote ancestral homeland um is there anything that you more you want to add on to that brian no, I think I think it, it it's a good um, you know uh, call it age separation that we have um, you know a specific t- turning event of the veterans fleeing their way back to to the main continent. Uh, that's I think that that's a good definition. And then um, yeah, like uh, like like you mentioned, um, we we quickly touched on the concept that the Odwata clan were the people or the group becoming the veterans. Um, and I think, uh, we, 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 we both talked about briefly that how this occurred, uh, it opens up a discussion for a new, another good concept or good tool when, uh, when, when talking about this, and that is, um, generally discussing conflicts. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, the first easy one is, you know, we, we briefly, created the spa and the airass we didn't touch upon the airass actually i do want to have that we can develop it further but we we briefly mentioned or we didn't actually mention it on the podcast but uh the, the airass have this hibernation ability because we haven't talked about that actually oh um the and I, we can maybe do a bit of back and forth fleshing out of the, the idea that we wanted to have it so that they could go into almost like a hibernation state uh mostly to survive the the idea of the origin of this ability was to survive the cold temperatures or the cold environment from the ice age um but it's also could now be used as a tool for extending their life slightly very slightly um and maybe they lose their memory the longer they hibernate for and also whilst they're hibernating they kind of have like a hive mind shared dream almost where information is just kind of available to everyone. So you kind of, if you go into hibernation, you better not go in there with any secrets because everyone can see all of your secrets if they're also sleeping with, like, if they're also hibernating, they can also see your thoughts. So you don't want to go in there with too many intrusive thoughts. Um, So maybe they have magic later on that's to deal with removing memories so you don't go into hibernation with things that you don't want to be known um is there any more to add to that or 
No, I think it, it's a, it's a good thing to to add later. Um, I think it, it it opens up for a very religious um, sect early on to live a a long honest life or live a short uh, deceitful one. Because if you lie, you're not you don't not want to be interested in going into hibernation. So um, true. It, it's it's a very religious um, core for the for the race right now that you can use this hibernation as you live longer because you are more pure because you have nothing to hide. Um, so I think, uh, the, but the, the ability, of course, whenever there's uh, one aspect, there's always going to be a contrast to it. So corruption. The, yeah, exactly. The the concept of someone wanting to ha- find a way to get both <laughs> the yeah. ability to 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 cover or mask or extract their secrets, um, anything from uh, from you know uh, magic dampening or memory altering or to even. Like call it a you lose it yourself memory extraction version from the Harry Potter environment. Yes, anything, or, or it could just be pure tyranny of like I'm a king, I'm going into hibernation. I don't care that you know that I've I've murdered children. I don't care. Just kind of like pure, straight up tyranny of like I don't care that you know this terrible thing about me. I'm a king, and you can't touch me. So whatever. <laughs> that that's that's imagine I can imagine a character who's just like you know a king of a nation who's just like I don't care that you know all my secrets mm-hmm. you can't touch me because I'm already the king kind of thing um, yeah but yes yeah, so I, I like that we, we can develop that further none of that is necessarily super canon right now but that's a starting point for the ARAS hibernation ability yeah so the veterans arrive back on Resetor. Uh, so I imagine they would arrive almost kind of back in the Odwata ancestral lands, essentially. Essentially, the the place that they left would probably be the closest part of land to where they arrive, kind of thing. So they probably would maybe even arrive back where they, you know, literally their ancestral lands. Yeah. Yeah, I think it it makes good sense that they, they arrive back in the same land. Also because... Maybe there will be a few legends and stuff that they would have carried with them, uh, s- s- songs that they might not have necessarily understood the full meaning of. But when they come and see the geography, then they actually relate that some of the songs or tales relate to some of this geography. Yeah, maybe like a a, um, a, a, cliff, a small cliff that looks like the shape of an eagle's head or something. You know, exactly landmarks. Yeah. So, yeah. so taking a a an, a very very low level conflict, it will be the conflict of reality not reflecting legend. For the veterans because they heard about this paradise place and it is not what it, they arrived back at they can resemble that it is the same world and i classify this as a conflict because there can be either there are a list of different outcomes from it and and this is why conflicts is a great tools for for any dms to consider at least in, in my opinion at least because a conflict you don't necessarily have to have the solution for as long as you can roll with the solution your players come up with or your the, the solution that you quite quickly can pick up from an audience that they seem more interested in in some way then you can decide do i want to to do i want to um, let them feel accomplished in in getting what they hope for or do i want to to let them down because something else like so when people have expectations do you want to do you want to provide relief for the expectations or do you want to just let them down and um for instance with this conflict of them coming back and having differences it can either be um they can come to the conclusion that 
uh, their, their ancestors didn't know what they were talking about. So we just believe reality because we're very realistic. Or uh, something must have happened here since then. It was a long time ago. Time passes. Let's just accept reality. But legend was true. Or we'll have to find out what happened. Maybe it happened just yesterday. We don't really know. So, and, and each of yeah. those three different ones will lead you on 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 very different paths on how much this conflict matters to the ongoing story. That's why listing conflicts uh, as as we're going to is a great exercise. And just just we we're not saying which one should be the most important one right now. That's going to be a, whatever we feel like when we have a list. Yeah. But for now, it's just listing them so we have some options. And um, yeah, that that's it was just a. Uh, a short long talk about why i'm calling this a conflict yeah i think for me it should be a slap in the face of like because they are going to come back to a world that if for whatever reason obviously they couldn't have but like hypothetically if there was a person that remembered everything about the old lands even they would get a, a shock you know loads of stuff has happened i think that that will be a constant theme that we we will bring up is that even if there was really well-kept records or for whatever reason a person that lived all the way back then i think a lot of things would change you know if there were cities well, maybe not because of it's kind of caveman time if there were like villages most of them would be destroyed unless they're established by the the current re- residents yep. um a lot of land would have been overgrown because it's just not neglected but just maybe you know a lot of things have died and not taken up that land you know uh predators would have moved in and loads of things on a on a very basic primitive level would have changed um uh, there are also for me there's still elements of like i think there could even be like landmarks later on that we, we discussed that are god related um and I'll, I'll kind of get into that um but for the veterans i think it would be a slap in the face like yeah even in stories they'd be like oh this is nothing this is cold it's not very nice uh there's trees everywhere i hear you know when it gets dark it gets like really dark and i can't really see the the stars amongst all these trees and you know we've only been here a week and we got attacked by a wolf and it you know we we fended it off we've got enough people here but it's just the fact that it, it bothered to even come and attack us you know um like i think it needs to be a harsh reality check maybe for them but not necessarily something that they can't overcome but still like a bit of a shock and indeed like like the the, the point of listing them as conflict is not necessarily we have to decide how they handle it right now it's just if we find uh, while listing some of these uh, a benefit in giving them the incentive to want to investigate what happened then that would be the obvious outcome and this instead of being a current conflict will be a past conflict because they have they have kind of settled on the course of action based on the conflict so it could still be ongoing but yeah they, I, I guess i've made the point uh, another thing for me is that you know you have the very stereotypical things and they're more like actually just human geological things obviously the aras have the association with the cold and the moon the spa have the sun and so 
you could very easily go, well, the ARAS would most likely be in the north where it's, you know, if it, if it was Earth-like and it had the the, the axis and the rotation, you know, they'd probably be on the, the, the northern end of the, the, the continent or the most southern end of the continent, the two cold kind of poles, if you want to say. And then obviously, as you get closer to the equator, everything will be hotter, so you, the spar might be in the south. I think that's an easy beginning geographical route we could take that the ARAS would be in the north and the spa would most likely be in the south yeah and I think the like there there are no there are no historical conflicts of north versus south right <laughs> no 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 <laughs> very original but I, I, I agree <laughs> it just happens to be a good geor- geological separation north and south it's it it is just very common and I think since they arrived back in the ancestral lands and then and we kind of worked out that the ancestral lands would be in the northeast they would probably be arriving in what would almost be ARS lands and also because they had to arrive back on ice not only that but they would be essentially in a moon era which means that the ARAS would be stronger which is something that I think we need to take into consideration as well if conflicts ever arose it could get very out of hand very quickly. Yep. So I think I think out of the two races, I think the ARAS would be the first they would encounter. Um, and I think you know it would be like wait you're you're settling on our lands. Get out. <laughs> um, and maybe that could be the first conflict, which would then maybe drive them south into the spa kind of thing and yeah so so, that, so this is a second angle of them returning that they're settling on foreign land veterans settling on on yeah uh, on, on a re- rest land yeah i mean obviously we don't need to work out how or how badly they do but i think we could easily say that they would maybe lose that fight yeah, um like again if, if we can if, yeah. Whatever we, we again, if, if another conflict decides that we need to go into, like, say, just to to start chaining some of these together, veterans lose yeah. the initial fight after trying to settle on the Aras land. That leads them into going like, there must be something wrong with these people. We have to find out. Again, reliving the second, the other conflict of them. Yes. The legend not fitting because they were like they were told it's a, it's a gentle and and kind, warm, welcoming people. So the conflicts will chain together. So one conflict will strive you or uh, affect how the next conflict is perceived. Um, so yeah, I think that that way it can be very easily be um, that the, 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 the outcome of the settling of the ARS land will affect their their determination or into the other parts. I think as well. I think because for me the way conflicts work is it's is often like spark conflict and then resolution, right? That's generally how it works. Yeah. <laughs> um, and often for me, I feel like in a lot of stories, if you were to think of it like a story, often the resolution comes with like a ray of sunshine in the metaphorical sense of like hope, right? Yeah. Something hopeful happens at the end. An, an equilibrium at the very least happens. So a settling either happens or you get a spike upwards in the positive range. And I imagine maybe if they did lose that first conflict, Maybe they go south and maybe find a landmark that does match up quite viscerally with stories 
and maybe it could be obviously this isn't conflict but it would give them a home base kind of thing for the veterans to settle and maybe this is where the veterans finally have a chance to put down roots yeah so they're not driven all the way south like all the way into vet into spa territory but enough so that they're out of the range of whoever they were just having a conflict with and now they have hope something to settle and, and put roots into indeed and so they have a home base i think and then because for me i the the biggest struggle would be how would the veterans arrive and just not get immediately wiped out <laughs> being the the kind of newcomers and maybe even in terms of population smaller you know they would have probably kept their population to you know literally island size yeah and, um, and also having like maybe lost some before turning nomadic because once you're nomadic it's the nomadic lifestyle can only support so and so much uh i think in regards of how much provision you have to carry with you so yeah it, it makes sense that they are a smaller population uh and so yeah i imagine we don't need to give it a name but or like flesh it out at all but I think like a home base, somewhere for them to settle and grow and, you know, somewhere for them to go back and forth. If they did want to explore into other lands and then other flick, uh, other conflicts to spark up, at least there'll be a place, if they survived it, to return back to, or at least just a place that, you know, if, if, if we do have a, a band that leaves home and they get all killed, at least we know that that's not all the veterans dead, essentially. Because um, right now, I feel like if they lost the conflict so badly that they all got wiped out, that would just be like, well, well, the veterans arrived and then they died. Um, so yeah, somewhere to settle. Uh, yeah. I think for whatever reason, again, we don't need to, to have this. I think... An introduction to these things is, is always a nice way, especially with them coming back and being the focal point. I think for the veterans, maybe them first encountering the spa, you know, maybe going south in like, a, whether it be exploration, um, expanding borders, whatever it may be, because I think or, 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 or they could just, or, or the spa for the longest time could just stay in legend almost. Maybe they would have some trade with the ARAS and they would kind of learn about the spa as these kind of like, from the ARAS perspective, as these are kind of like feral demons. Uh, and not to go too far south, otherwise you will come into the, the demon lands essentially. Maybe they would stay, maybe they would remain in rumor for for a long time i don't know yeah what I've, do you like i i just listed it as them learning about the spa because um yeah how how that's gonna happen i think it would be very funny if uh, for instance the establishing of home base would be geography based then the same geography might have been something that some of the spa that were less prim less primal would have also maybe red cave drawings or something like that and look for the the eagle rock whatever and yeah when when the spas first encounter them the spas 
are scared that they're being chased, but then they see that they're, they're, it's not other spas chasing them or that, yeah. that are arriving there. So they, they're they scared, but they're not sure if they should be scared. So all of a sudden, you might actually get them introduced to the spars through a somewhat neutral spa. That could also be the angle. Or, yeah. like you said, if they lose the fight on the, the Oran territory or Eoras territory... If, yeah. if they lose the fight there and they start fleeing south, maybe they run too far and have a short uh, encounter with the spas before fleeing a bit back. back. A bit. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. either they can do like a, 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 a fast ping pong or yeah. they can they can flee so far south that they find someone who fled up. Um, yeah, yeah. Or like you said, it can be legends for a while that they, they, they maybe they just found, you know, track marks uh cave drawings of of people yeah. who weren't necessarily be- who didn't necessarily become spas but were hunted by the spas before the, you know the let's call right, it call yeah. it the status quo established mm. i mean i i, I think I, I i don't actually i think all of them i i like a lot so i think i i think maybe we, maybe we table that one because yeah, yeah. I, I kind of like all of them so Whatever they, they, for one reason or another, they 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 meet this bar somehow. Do we want to stay with the veterans now, or do we want to go over to one of the other races, or do we even want to just start making factions within races to have more smaller, not just race on race conflicts? So, kind of thing? so I have one which is right. a little bit in between two of those things. Yeah, because what may what made the um, I keep finding having to find names. What made the clan? What made them uh, turn into the to the veterans? Like they 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 all fled out there. But what made yeah. them decide to be something else? Was it a um, the Owata clan? Sorry. Um, so yeah. the, when the Owata clan came out there, they were all agreed that the people on the mainland who worshipped that that. The divine figure that's weird and now all of a sudden they all went literally crazy so let's uproot take our atheist butts and ro- run away and all of a sudden while they are out there what happened did they reinitiate religious interests did they just determine that now we are here now we're a population what what triggered it and and i i kind of feel like because of the the the, the nature uh, events that has occurred, which are so unnatural, someone is bound to become skeptic at least. And if the, you... the, the whole, I think their whole culture, at least from a story like folk ran the fireplace tales, I think there definitely would be a thing of like our land was a paradise until these evil what god worshiping people came out of nowhere and just started killing us randomly, kind of thing like. I think they, they, they. I think a, a big part of their culture is very much built on religious skepticism. I think, and I think that that was part of one of my questions. I think I'm, I might have mentioned it in the podcast about, you know, do the the veterans have a religion, or or do they kind of fear the concept of it because it's kind of like we know what that does to people, kind of thing. Maybe that, because that you know, from a tribal perspective. Maybe that's what they think happens. If you worship a god, you go mad. <laughs> you know. 
I think, I think the the thing that I I thought of initially when 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 thinking of this potentially being a co- uh, conflict would be what if the Awata clan didn't it didn't just stop existing what if it is actually the source of a lot of the legends so people call them veteran themselves veterans but they do refer to the Otwata legends which are the, the legends of the peaceful lands that completely neglects any co- presence of gods. They just live off beautiful nature, happy people working in unison. So, yeah. what if the Ovata clan didn't stop being a clan, but it became kind of, you know, yeah, yeah, you, you told about this, 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 this world where gods don't exist. We're just much more like in, in, in air quotes we're, devel- we're more developed we're we're we're, <laughs> we're we're living you know the 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 the, um, the, the big society life where yeah uh, even though they're living on islands because if the water clan they wouldn't if they were founded based on rebelling or being skeptic about the religious belief of the of the, the main population or the the mar- larger pop- uh, the larger population then when they're out here there's no one to rebel against. There's no need to say, we don't believe in your God because there's no one here believing in the God. So if you don't have to enforce your, your, your statement, eventually it will die out. It doesn't mean you'd necessarily change your, your opinion. It just, you don't need to have a, a group to reinforce it. So I think, yeah. I think the Owata clan can easily become like a, a legend or not necessarily a legend, but the, a reference to, the time before they became civilized, as they see themselves, the veterans. Yeah. Because they might not... Th- like, so when they hear the Watsas talking about, yeah, yeah, there was a great civilization, and they go like, yeah, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> like imagine someone saying, like, guys, you should hear about this, this, these Mayan uh, kingdoms that existed, and you go like, yeah, right, have you seen New York? Um, yeah. That, that, <laughs> it, it's very yeah. black and white, or very, very extreme yeah, yeah. scaling of it, but... That's the concept that I thought because then the Owata clan mm. would it would slowly fade, but some people who were you know the, the you know the the more devout of being atheist will keep yeah. preaching these legends of the thing that yes yes big society, but do keep remembering that we have to be nice to each other because there are no gods to save us. And someone yeah. again from no the, no they are there are there are these well maybe they wouldn't know what gods are, but there there are things that if you worship them or whatever the word they would use, if you talk to these spirit th- spirits, they will turn you mad. Or at least I've seen exactly you know, from yeah, the yeah. stories. From the legends. Talking if, to spirits turns you mad. If, yeah, talking to spirits is part of what made you mad. And you have your easy offspring of exorcists coming from this area. And instead of talking to spirits, you might worship uh, elements, bring in some shamanism or some, some druidis. Uh, yeah, druidic um, I effects. think... So. The, 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 I think that the, the, the overzealous skeptics would still be like even skeptical of that they'll be like yeah, yeah. no no all spirits are evil like yeah, no, no, don't don't talk to anything if it has a voice and it isn't one of us don't talk to it the beekeeper <laughs> is a witch he's talking to the spirit of the bees <laughs> yes no I, I i so i think that's a good conflict to at least have listed it will 100 be a past conflict but the outcome of this conflict how it would would be defined would also like start being it would be a, another you know uh, bead in the in the in the string of of these events 
I, I think it could very easily become maybe for the veteran the word literally the word odwata translates to like skeptic like the word the clan name strangely enough for open hand literally becomes for them their word for skeptic or, or like a slang term or maybe like a uh uh or tinfoil like, head so, like or, or or like it's a it's a a group of elders who remember who, who you know they keep some kind of record and so they you know maybe they're like a secret society essentially within the veterans that has survived the test of time is called it's literally called the Edwater now yeah in reference to the clan and they are just a group of old scholars in a way but also scholars who learnt their information from skeptic text yeah so they and so yeah maybe the word or a group has formed underneath the veteran society that still call themselves the Adwata yeah um and maybe you know maybe that's part of maybe that's like a a group that would maybe gain a bit more vocalness on arriving back in Resetor of like, okay, guys, we've got all these really cool books, or at least tales that our granddads have told us about this place, but we have got these other texts that say this other stuff, and maybe they would regain a voice on the returning back. And, you know, old conflicts that didn't need to arrive beforehand kind of would bubble back up to the surface of like no don't worry about it <laughs> the, the evil is gone no 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 no. there are evil spirits in these lands we've got you know scrawlings from our ancestors that say this or my granddad's 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 granddad you know was there when a, a crazed man came out of the woods and attacked him in the promised land kind of thing Atta- yeah. Attacked him in the promised land. A good, uh, a, g- a good description of uh, being kicked in the nards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I've been maybe even again in the future we can maybe think of like what what the veterans call the ancestral lands. Like, what do they? You know, they they would have because of most of this this place would have been told in stories. They would have romanticized it or you know, shaded it in, in good or bad colours just to kind of make it seem more mythical and maybe they have a name for it already. Um, I honestly, I don't know why because I think maybe I want, I, I kind of want to skip really far ahead in the future just because just I, I kind of like big conflicts, <laughs> like big old conflicts, right? Yeah. Um, And I'm wondering maybe if they traveled across the ice bridge but they they almost they, they didn't necessarily know this but they maybe did it at the last moment they possibly could in the sense that it's it's almost like a transition between see, like ages it, you know it was technically still in a ice age but yeah it was but on the on the, heel. on the verge of transitioning yeah, yeah like, and maybe that yeah. We, we spoke about it a little bit because uh, once the Ice Age would have set in, they would not necessarily go like, oh, door's open, let's go. Uh, they might have actually gone like, yep, uh, it's been winter before, let's do this. And then while the Ice Age was ongoing, 
one event after the other might have actually led them to the point of desperation where they go like, okay, let's li listen to these Owata guys. They keep saying that you can walk over the ice and find a new land. Yeah. And they go like, okay, great. Like um, everything else. Uh, so we might as well listen to the to the town crazy person. Uh, and they, they start traveling. So, and that might have been very on the, on the light, on the back end of it. Uh, so yeah, I, I like that. That I think that that we already covered that it should not necessarily be in the very beginning because, yeah. I mean, and and I think, um, and that for me would be, maybe not recently. Maybe maybe the veterans could have established their little stronghold, whatever you want to call it, for a while. But I think an age of sun would arrive, and, you know. I think, in a weird way, the Age of Sun for the veterans would have actually been a kind of fairly chill uh, season for them because they would have had the sea and the cold breeze of the sea and the water around them to kind of keep the land the land humid and fairly cool. And, you know, they, they would probably be quite outdoorsy people. They would have probably liked the sun. Um, so maybe even the sun would be maybe harsh in some aspects you know like heat stroke is still a thing but like for them the sun eras aren't that bad but now on this mainland the sun literally scorches everything and there's no there's no water all around you to dive in and cool yourself off it hurts so and i'm uh for a conflict i'm writing veterans surviving the immediate sun cycle yeah, and the spa going on like a warpath of like, <laughs> it's our time. We maybe that's the maybe that's like, the ARAS have, they've they've, you know they've learnt to get used to this, but they're like, oh god, the sun eras are out. The spa are gonna go mental and just start roving around the the lands in massive raiding parties, just you know taking everything they can. Because they have the power to do so now. They've even empowered by the sun. They and maybe you know the by being spa, they're kind of a bit more resistant to the heat, and and as such, they can kind of they can be more nomad nomadic and not be, you know, affected yep. poorly by it. Okay. Um, and that maybe that that could be a part of where they, maybe that's how they get introduced to the spa. It's like, not only have we got this hot season or age. But we've also got these now regular roving bands of spa coming in and testing our defenses every now and then. Or if we do have to make trade or travel to another land or whatever, we kind of have to keep our, you know... It's not necessarily like a war, necessarily. It's just like an, an era of, like, we need to, you know, paranoia. Of, like, okay, we need to just keep... We need to keep our eyes open at all times for these spa that are raiding our lands kind of thing. Yeah, that of course also requires them to be living close enough to the area, to the borders of the areas, uh, to the spa, the regions to the spas, for the spars to actually come there. So I think maybe, again, maybe it, the spas in a sunny area would just get bold and just go over the borders and not, like maybe the borders in a weird way re retreat backwards because... They know that they can't hold them at the the borders they would have. Maybe I mean maybe that that could be a thing in our world is you know natural nation borders in the future aren't really necessarily super super mega static 
depending on the era or whoever controls them. The, so the so it would, it would be borders. like uh, once you see more cacti than you see uh, leaf trees, then you know that you're in spa territory. Some, some yeah. you know, natural uh, border like that, because if it goes like the, where the where the river flows, that's the border that that doesn't really change with season. Um, mm. So it has to be something that has to do with the vegetation, I think. But yeah, I, I like that the border would be shifting and the colder it gets, the further down a certain vegetation, maybe not trees yeah. and, and cacti, because maybe it's just if once you start seeing leaves being more like if you can like crop crumble the leaf and it, it crunches in your hand, <laughs> then you're too far south because yeah, yeah. it, it might be more dry. So that's yeah. an indication. If you can crumble one, a single leaf, if you see one that's that's scorched a bit and it crumbles, you're too far south. You're in spa land now, because yeah. that will be the very top of spa land where it's it just just one leaf. And once the the the, the spa go north and they go like, yeah, now everything here is green and it it does feel too cold already. Yeah. So I mean, I, I, there's also an element that I wanted to mention about the spa um, to kind of help with these borders and conflicts and 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 kind of fluctuation of conflicts is again we can make this non-canon but i think the 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 fact that they kill things for domain right uh and that's obviously how they reproduce obviously i think the part of the thing is you know the smaller the creature the less life force it has in them therefore they would probably want to hunt more bigger game so just because they see a human and it has some life force in it doesn't mean they're going to go out of their way to kill it. They, if, they, if they saw a mammoth and a person and they had enough warriors to fight the mammoth, they would always go for the mammoth because it's kind of like that's a bigger meal yeah. in a way. Like they would prioritize the bigger gain of of life force. Um, and also I thought because it's mag- it's literally magic that they're taking from creatures to create their children my idea is that depending on what creatures they kill kind of influences a very minor level of their genetics for their their child in a beneficial manner and so that's how spa if you know if we were to do millions and millions of years that's how they would evolve is they would evolve depending on what kind of life force they use to create their children. If they killed ma- loads of mammoths, for example, maybe hair would start developing on their body and they would become, strangely enough, more resistant to the cold. Did Not you, in like a... Did you, you just know, say tusks? No, no. Are no, you no. secretly making Sandalari trolls on me? No, no, no. I mean, why not? I mean, come on. But they they do have great lore. So, but the the idea being is that in in real genetics, evolution isn't just a straight linear path, right? I think with the spa in the way that the magic creates their children, there is a slightly more linear path in the sense that they generally tend to adapt better over generations to the environment that you know they have it's not like a necessarily survival of the fittest generally each generation generally gets better at living in the lands that they they inhabit you know it's more of a direct beneficial you know evolution if that makes sense because of the the the, because of how they create children so i can imagine later down the line and maybe 
when the veteran arrived there, there are different kind of groups of spa that, you know, spa, you know, northern spa, so the spas that are kind of closer to the border and maybe they, they, they're a bit better at surviving cold. And then you have the southern spa that are hairless and, 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 and you know, they live on the, essentially the equator. So, you know, they, they love the heat all the time. They, 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 they actually have like maybe more of a sand-like color because they live in a desert i don't know you know the the spa are very much in, in my mind a race that can can kind of look very different depending on where they come from um yeah they, they can kind of evolve to whatever environment in a very direct manner so i just wrote down uh, the spa rating while they're doing the sun cycle um, all the other yeah. ca canonical parts of the spa's evolution i think is i like them uh, so yeah i've taken note of them um but for for the conflict bit it's the spa rating wildly during sun cycle yeah um do you think we should scale up the conflict size not necessarily their importance and yes. not necessarily their yes, size definitely. just scale it up a little bit um better lay arriving at aflinko Oh, okay. So I will say, I think, yes, I think we should start this, right? But I think it may come very far, right, at the end, right? Yeah, uh, it, yes, it, it, might, it, it might very easily be a future conflict. That is not something that's going to happen right now. But yeah, um, yeah, it, 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 it will happen at some point. And, and that's also like, we I think we mentioned it quickly when we went over magic, that they can be an easy source for teachings on, on the different types of magic. Hmm. I mean, I, I will mention though, because of the way that we've already set up the ordering, the fallen bedlay would technically have to come before the bedlay, right? The, the, the fallen bedlay have no memories of their previous selves. They aren't going to be the true. teachers. They are going to be newborn undead in a weird, in a very weird way. They're newborn children undead. So they would technically have to come first, right? Maybe yep. we and we can go back. We can go backwards, and and maybe there's a conflict there. The but, introduction uh, okay, of the bedlay. Okay, so so what I want to what I want to get to is, if they have to be resurrected, would these fallen? Um, would they become? Would they arrive first at the um, Oheni level, or would they arrive at the at the the no. uh, they would, they level? They would be. Or what do you mean, like in power so, level, or like? No, 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 uh, no. Like, so when they arrive at the at the Afflin call, let's call it um, mm. galaxy, world, solar system. Yeah. When they arrive there, will they be encountered initially by Oheni, or will they immediately go to the planet? I think no, because I think my mind is that the fall the the fallen Bedley are very specifically. Avishi who worked for Oras. Like that's why they have the the whole backward entropy because of her magic and her influence on her portfolio. And that that's essentially why they're where they go wrong. Um I think the fallen bedlay would be very specifically, you know, of Oras. So we're talking about I just wanted to understand the the, the logic of or, or the geography or the the practicalities of it. No, the practicalities yeah, yeah. of it. So, say a spark hunter comes to the area and mm -hmm. becomes aggressive 
to the Oheni that are already situated here and established as the current deity. Yeah. Then, say, one of them, um, very likely, I guess, uh, Nonos. Yeah. Because of his interest <laughs> in, uh, in, in in Spark Hunters, or usually dealing with Spark Hunters, because... Yeah. Yeah. So he's a star boy. He's a star boy. So Nonos will be the one dealing with them, and if they res- remain aggressive and don't want to trade to be able to jump on, move on, he might actually kill them, leaving yeah. the Ovishi uh, just to to drop to the planet. I mean, I mean, I don't. I I, I honestly think spark hunt, spark chases are quite solitary, like a henny. In terms of the, the, they generally don't move in packs. Like I imagine they would move on their own. No, I, I, I didn't mean that we we have to necessarily flesh out the canonical yeah, yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah. More so, if there's a conflict about the Bedele arriving at Affling Call, mm. is there a prerequisite that has to have occurred before this, and will that also be a potential conflict? The 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 the, the thing would be there are Avishi who don't want to be. I, one one thing, either they don't want to be in service of their their Oheni master, or they want to be mortal again, and they want to live a, a life. That is that is the spark for why the first the fallen Abedle arrive or, or, or are created is they they want to stop serving their master and they want to be mortal again, and that's why the fallen Abedle is technically a a. a uh, a mistake in the process. So an an Ovisi who wants to go rogue could yeah. still travel to Afflinkle. Uh Yes, I imagine they probably... I, I mean, I, I think they have enough autonomy where technically they could go to Afflinkle whenever they wanted, but I imagine there's there, there's like that element of like don't, don't, don't mess with these mortals too much otherwise we will just eliminate you. It's kind of like don't <laughs> don't scare them, <laughs> don't go down there and scare them, um, unless we specifically command you to. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm just I'm just thinking if because would there be OVC here around Afflinkor, or would the OVC come from somewhere else? Because the last OVC ah. would have been uh, the one that lost would have been Galning. Who was completely shattered and was not turned into a bad lay or, any, or fallen. He was just shattered. I, th- but yeah, I think Galning was almost. He was. But he wouldn't necessarily be named a Navishi. I think he. In the past, he had enough power to essentially. If he wasn't weakened and he was able to regenerate his power, I think he would be on par with like. Boitra and all the rest like he would be a powerful being I don't think he because because in my mind Avishi also dictates like a not only a hierarchy but almost, almost a power level at, at the same time yeah like if you have the capability of being on par with Nornos and Boitra and and Puran then you can be considered essentially you can you can keep yourself as, as just a plain old Aheni but if you're weak enough of an Oheni, you are by default an Avishi. Like, it's almost like a status, a hierarchy, and a power level all wrapped into one. 
Anyway, we're, we're getting off topic. Yes. Anyways, Let's do the, the, con- so, the yes. conflict of of the conflict are, uh, that I wanted to list was basically just the conflict of other uh, Oheni beings, say like that, arriving. Where's that conflict gonna take place? Is it gonna be in Oheni land of Aflincor, or is it gonna be actually on Aflincor? Are the people gonna notice that the, the gods are in in conflict with someone, or is the conflict gonna? Just affect how how they normally affect the the, the celestial bodies. I think, I think if a spike teaser came in and was aggressive, if Nornos couldn't deal with it, the rest would come and help, obviously. But they the mortals wouldn't notice, especially on this primitive level. You know, they wouldn't have the 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 magic or the the tools to be able to record a battle or you know the energy used in uh, eliminating this new hostile spark chaser. I think the fight would happen in quote unquote space. Yeah. And 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 mortals would have no idea. Um, my idea for for this is obviously we have fallen bedlay and we can go back and work out where they come into it. But I think the bedlay maybe maybe. There could be quite a lot that are created, but maybe, you know, they kind of split and they kind of choose people they want to guide. So some go to the ARS and they're like, we are going to guide you. Some go to, you know, the veteran and, and they're like, we're going to guide you. And some go to the spa and we're like, we're going to guide you kind of thing. Maybe not a, an, an even split, Maybe not a symmetrical split, but I think they would kind of choose, and maybe some, maybe some are neutral and just roam the lands, wanting to just. But you know. but Uvishi, like we talked about when we spoke, what, uh, went over the the magical origins, they would also yeah. from their previous husks have had a, an inclination to one of the different schools or one of the li- different energy types. So yes. uh, that would also potentially be able to drive their on a subconscious or or just a, a hunger kind of feeling level to yeah. a specific area that is seemingly more packed with that type of energy that they're they're looking for. Yeah. And yes, yeah, so someone would be more predisposed, someone that might have worked for Nornos in the past, and so they would go with... I don't think they're necessarily be drawn to the veterans. I think, I think a mix between... The ones that would generally say neutral would be the ones that come from Nornos, but some would also be a bit more inclined to go to the veterans, right? Not yeah. because the veterans have a an, an innate thing with star magic, but they are neutral. They they are neither at this at this point in history, they are neither side of Jabia or Shuja energy, so they would go to them. And then obviously you would have some that would have worked for Puran or Siwa. And so, yeah, they might go to the spa. And, yeah, I can imagine, you know, natural affinities would be created. So um, we went over a few, or quite a, quite a few very, like, local potential conflicts that is going to be a, a good weave or, or stew into how we're going to weave the initial bit of the story, at least for what we... Yeah. Some might be involved in how what we're going to end up making the canoni- canonical situation here and now. Some might be yeah. potential conflicts that we can choose to develop but at least the, the the ones that are very low level are very 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 you know the things that are going to be effective and and you can easily pick up on um this obviously bed late or spark hunter situation of arriving on athlete call and how that affects the world that's kind of a 
a let's let's say it let's say a full Aflin core affecting conflict. Uh, yeah. It might not necessarily be be something that actually affected, but that's the scale of the the, the event. Um, I think it'd be a very weird thing because I think the Bedley would have a mix between knowing they're mortal now, right? But also having all this knowledge of their previous existence. So it'd be like a mix of like a super wise being in the body of a mortal so that I, there would definitely be literally like a quantum shift in magic. Like people would start learning how to literally manipulate magic they would understand the concepts between Hikma, Jabir and Suja, what they all mean, where they come from. I mean, if they didn't already know for whatever reasons in the past, they would sure they'd get a surefire way to literally learn the names of the gods. You know, they would they would, you know, they would be told, you know, there are two gods for the sun, there are three gods for the moon, and then there's Nornos who who likes the stars, you know. <laughs> religion not necessarily religions would form but a gateway for religions to form would start being to developed with the bedley arriving i think it would also not only be a magical quantum leap but it'd be a cultural leap yeah you know uh so i have maybe no sorry no no do you have more i mean i think with a quantum leap it could you know you know that that is definitely an, an easy thing for for conflict you know people yeah. overstepping boundaries they're being like we've been given this power by this mortal being who's come down and given us all this knowledge we're going to use this knowledge to conquer more lands or just uh, pull everyone under one banner you know unify everyone um i think this would definitely be a point where cultures start to really establish themselves you know um, rather than just being tribes or little groups, nations would form kingdoms, tradition like like traditions that aren't just within tribes would would form. Yeah, and f- f- yeah, fighting would happen. I think naturally everywhere. So I have two more suggestions for conflicts that we might. One is at a very low level, and one is at a very high level. So if we start right. with the low level, I. I thought of maybe there's an internal, because we have an internal ARS thing and we have an internal veteran thing, maybe an internal spa thing, and maybe it could be like, um, again, I'm gonna, you know, you know what it's gonna sound like if I say Makora? It's, it's yes. basically no, no, no. just Perfect. have like, um, the the, the, Cling, the Klingon in in Star Trek have the same where On a, yeah, you, so, you so, challenge someone to a, a death or duel yes. and whatever the outcome is it can be the channel for the the ruler of a group or a clan it can just be that's how they settle any dispute we did in medieval yeah. times or in in like some hundred years <laughs> ago I think like if, if 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 someone wanted to defend their honor they channel channel challenged people to a gunfight. Or to a yeah. to a gun duel because that's more noble. Yeah. So, uh, or a sword fight. So those different things of trial by combat somehow, and I think it just fits perfectly in oh, with yeah. the spa. That definitely. If that's just their their like, oh no, you stole something from him. Well, there's one way to settle it. You have to kill each other. I so, mean, I don't know if you know about the the Star Wars Mandalore race. A little. Yeah, because they have a thing very similar with like. 
they have a person that comes about every now and then throughout history and they go under the, the title and name they just call him they call him Mandalore and they're basically the Mandalore as a culture generally are quite divided and and they they live in little pockets around the galaxy generally the Mandalore whenever a quote-unquote Mandalore arrives they run around the galaxy gather up all the remnant tribes under one banner and then they basically just lead them on a war path around the galaxy um I imagine maybe and and that's kind of in you know if you think hobgoblins as well from D&D orcs from from D&D and wow you know so Klingons, all of these things match up with the spire in my mind. So one thing I I, I just what I thought of now would be imagine if all of them, like uh, little Viking tribes, go oh sun cycle pillage, and then yeah. they start all rushing to just pillage, and every single time like like little ants just rushing in random directions, wanting to pillage everywhere. Every single time, two cla- different banners clash. Their leaders have a fight to the death, and yeah. they just blindly go like, "He won, follow him." And as soon as the sun title is over, it it is no longer like like everyone will flee back to the place they came from and they yeah. go back into normal society style area life that they had before. So the only time that let's call it this uh, this war leader would would ever occur. Would not. It wouldn't be an actual title. It would just be, you know, it, it's 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 what everyone else would recognize that they don't call it themselves that because it is just call it call it banner carrier. Yeah, the war, the absorb the, the yeah. So, lead absorber. so it is it is the the guy who has beaten all the other who were leaders as well, and thus is the leader of all of them, and. Not necessarily that he will his his army will amass and continue to grow. No, uh, well, like Genghis Khan, yeah. At some point, people, some of the some of the spa might, might go. I'm bannerless. I'm going home. Bye. So mm. as bannerless, you're just you're just you can follow a, a a banner or you can just leave it. The only one who is who is leading the charge is the one holding the banner, and he is also the one who's going to die if they encounter someone else. Like one of the two will die if they don't immediately like lay down their banner, which neither of them yeah. again because they're selfish won't. So I think I mean, uh, yeah. I, I just think that the spa should be very you know uh, trial combat and it could be very well be uh, in the time of their raiding. I think also with the introduction of the bedlay, maybe this would be the first instance of a group that doesn't split that like. They 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 find a spa leader in one of these eras, underneath, and he's empowered by the knowledge given to him by Abedalay, and they actually just genuinely like being with him. And when they go, when the sun era ends, when they go back to their lands, his tribe is actually bigger, like way bit, way way bigger. Like he goes back, the 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 sun era ends, the raiding season stops. His tribe is massive because people just genuinely want to be underneath this this war leader, and he and maybe that would be a start to a culture where you know there are people that are empowered by this better lay in knowledge that they're like, no, I genuinely like worshiping or being underneath you because you maybe maybe this would be in a primitive sense, like maybe he had magic to just you know 
But that can also be like column like, of fire. You know, that can also be like you mentioned that uh, the the the, the uh, introduction will, might be a let's call it a conflict, uh, a religious a rebellion uprising, and it could be not necessarily re- religious but tradition re- uh, 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 rebellion, where the spas usually have their leaders fight by trial by combat, but all of a sudden, once the leader gets challenged, his half of his army just steps in front and go like, no, we'll fight you instead. Like that's yeah. not the way. Like okay, now you're dead. So he won by proxy. So yeah. maybe it will be, but that's not the way. And and you know they're thinking new, out of the box. Had the you know the quantum leap of 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 traditions and society, which makes them stronger. Because a good leader, you want to protect because he's a good leader. Yeah. So, but that was the that was the very local one. And very very quickly, if you want to go over the um, the last I, one, I, I, the big scale one. Because I yeah. think time-wise we're getting yes. there. Definitely. I think the big one, the very big conflict that I wanted to put in would be the thing that we've been talking a little bit about. And it's mm-hmm. just to have it registered as something that can be a very large overall scaling thing and people can play around with their concepts and idea for it. And that is um, Boitra mastering the binding. And okay. just to give a little bit of insight... Uh, Boitra is, of course, the, the one of the god of the moon who uh, kills mm-hmm. Galning, and we b- were talking a little bit about, and this is it's not canonical. It's just it's an opening for potential story to develop for a <laughs> very heavy, uh, ar- uh, like conflict arc in the future. Yeah. So we wanted there to be some sort of thing that binds the, th- the different schools of magic. Very secretly, Connor wanted to go into a symmetrical four different elements, <laughs> and he succeeded. So, fair point, point Connor. But anyways, yeah. we wanted something to tie these different things together. And since each of them, even though we came up with body, mind, and soul, there is just a gap in between them that allows for something else to connect these things. And calling it the binding makes makes good sense for both of us, and Basically, mm-hmm. we want Boitra to want to strive for more. He wants oh, to yeah. find a way to bind these things together. And what it means if he can conquer it, we don't know. But the overall conflict and the path for this conflict of Boitra being on this tra- trajectory to want to find a way to conquer the binding, it's a huge potential conflict. And literally, if, if anyone who's who's hearing this has any insight on what they think could be very interesting for such a conflict please let us know it's always fun to get some other input but that is i think the biggest scale conflict we currently have besides of course the spark reappearing (laughs) yeah i think i think uh, again also uh, and there's a a a lot of implications i imagine the majority of that conflict will be Amongst the the Aheni, you know, Avishi and God gods as well, I imagine maybe this might be a, an era where, or at least a conflict where mortals might be given a a, a role to play in the cosmic sense, and they might yeah. be elevated to like demigod status so that they can help out. Who knows what you know? Uh, in a grand sense, I think also another way that you can think about it, obviously. Brian called it the binding, and that is very accurate. Another way you could think of it is space. You know, we briefly mentioned the the space in between stars, like the the, the black, the darkness in between stars. 
that's and you know we've obviously got the sun moon stars i think this way you can this new thing we can think of you could think of it like space literally the gaps in between everything so you could yeah um and there there was a lot of implications to it but (laughs) yeah i think i think i think that's where we'll end it i think next time we may focus on some just basic geography yeah um but yeah that's the episode 12 um uh goodbye bye bye thank you for listening to the law of worlds podcast you can contact us at lawofworlds at gmail.com twitter at law of worlds reddit community law of worlds and a link to our discord on both twitter and reddit my name is connor my name is brian thank you for listening we hope you tune in next time goodbye Thank you.